Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Richie West, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastards. Ran through a 36 and a 24. Same way it's coming in, that's how that money go fast. My nigga, they don't wanna talk, they wanna go. Alright, so we got my boy Richie West jumping off the porch with us today, man. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Man, finally got you here, man. Yeah, I know, it's been a minute, man. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, man. I don't think people realize the history we got, man. Real, real history. Yeah. Probably real, like 10 man. years, some shit like that, right? Real, real history. Nah, that's real, man. For sure. Yeah. So what else you got shaking here in Atlanta during this trip, man? What else brought you up today? You know the A, every time you come to A, you got to work. A is like, it's a place where you touch down, you get inspired, motivated to work. It's a lot of, it's a lot of emotion out here. So, you know, every time I come out here, I'm working and, uh, getting inspired by the shit that's going on. Yeah, it's the lifestyle out here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we fought with it the long way. Absolutely, man. Yeah, my bad, man. Go ahead and introduce your boys back there, too, man. Oh, you know, we got to our right, Young Dread, YTC, man, Big Stepper. You know what I'm saying? We got my boy, Y Smooth. Smooth in the back, Big Three. We got Two Hood. My boy just Two Hood. <laughs> there it is, man. <laughs> yeah, day one, day one. Real shit, man. All right, Rich, man. So, you know, you're from Tampa, Tampa native, man. Yeah. I need you to break down Tampa for folks that never been there, man. Talk about the culture, the lifestyle out there, man. Hey, Tampa, Tampa, uh, Tampa culture is really like, it's really like, it's really like the center of a lot of shit that be going on in Florida, really. Like, Tampa got a lot of motion right now. You know, we got the Bucks. With Brady, yes, sir. we got artists that's moving and shaking. So, yeah, Tampa the culture really is. People don't get a misconstrued. Tampa really, really like that. Yeah, they don't call it Trigger City for nothing. Trigger City, man. all that. Though. It's like Tampa. Tampa is like a city. The good thing I like about Tampa is like you can really find whatever you want. Mm. Like you want to be out the way, be out the way, and you can do that. You want to be in the shit, you could do that too. You try to get some money, you could definitely do that. Yep. You feel me? Strip clubs, trout. You know, it's all, it's all, it's motion in every aspect. You Real feel shit. me? And then um, it's a lot of, a lot of people paying attention to what's going on in Florida and Tampa. Like they saying we like the largest growing city mm -hmm. in Florida right now. Bitches moving there every day. For sure. You feel me? So it's up right now. It feel, it feel good that you know, to be from there and seeing how it's getting to shine, how it is right now. Absolutely. Yeah, Tampa's a, also a really diverse city, man. Yeah. Like, you got a lot of different cultures that are out there, man. Um, yeah. I want you to kind of just speak on the Haitian culture there in Tampa. In Tampa, um, 
in Tampa, the Haitian culture ain't as big as like South Florida, like Miami, Myanmar. Like we got peoples from down there too. Like that shit might well be just be Haiti. But Tampa, but Tampa got, Tampa got some good Z culture. You know, we put on for the Z's in Tampa. We got a, a hood out there in Tampa called uh, Zoblock. Mm -hmm. When you go there, you're going to think you're in Haiti. I done shot a few videos over there too. They got goats running around, chickens running around. You feel me? A big U-Haul abandoned in the backyard, like real Z shit. Yeah. <laughs> Cop fight. You feel me? <laughs> might might see a cop just run across the shit like, damn, that's a goat. Like my nigga holding a chicken straight by the wings. Real Z shit, make a soup jumu. Real Z baby shit. So um, yeah, Tampa got the Haitian culture too. We got some good mush here too, like good Haitian restaurants, good food. And then my family, we always give it up. Like we throw, we throw shit in. <laughs> it go down. Yeah. You want some <laughs> Haitian culture, man, hit me when you touch down. Nah, definitely, man. Um, and kind of just talk about West Tampa too, man. How does the West side of Tampa differ Spicy. from the rest of the city then? West, ain't nothing like the West, West. West, West side is just a whole, whole different vibe. Everybody know that. Like West Tampa just, when you, when you get off that exit 42, you know it's up. Like you know you you know you there. You know you in the West. Yes, it, man. The West got motion, different kind of motion too, and it's just different. Like even how even how niggas kick their game and everything just different than any other hood really. Yeah. But it's still you know you still get the Tampa vibes, but the West is different. Now that you've had the opportunity to travel, you know, all over the world, a couple times too, Richie, mm -hmm. do you feel like any city kind of compares to Tampa, or is there no comparison? Hell no. Nah. No, nah, I be I be all around the world, bro, and I be I be there, and I be like, damn, I can't wait to get back to the crib. I don't know what it is either, bro. I be just chilling, and I be like, damn, this food ain't nothing. This bitch, these hoes ain't nothing. Yeah. We we de we definitely ain't nothing, boy. Hey, and you know you just be you just be homesick, really. But I be I'm blessed to be able to travel though. I'm just fucking around, but yeah, I love the city though. Yeah, I could I could live wherever I want. Just how I wanna be there, family, business, all that though. Yeah, and when it comes to the music scene, like we said, man, you've been doing this shit for a while. So you know, how does it feel to see that scene go from you know definitely not on like a nationwide map to where you got a lot of artists coming out that city getting signed right now. Right. Feel good. I feel like we, we done started a lot of the motion to bring the light to the city, really. Most of the artists that, you know, getting signed and shit, you know, they was, they, they was when they first starting off or whatever they was doing, they tapping in with us to, mm -hmm. you know, find the blueprint type shit. Real sense. So niggas want to know, like, how we moving, how, how to, like, how the independent grind really started, because, Right now, you're not gonna just, bitch ain't gonna just find you and say, hey, I wanna sign you. You gotta create that motion on your own and you gotta, you gotta already know how to kinda move before you get, you know, them type of looks. So, niggas know what's up. Yeah, and I think uh, you and Dredd, you guys definitely brought like a new sound to the city. You know what I'm saying? Cause for a while, Tampa was just like dance music. It was that juke music. Right, and we ain't never did that. <laughs> We we can't we can't we came in the game how we how we rocking right now. We came in the game like hey, this is what we want to do. This is how we want to do it. And you know you raised on that culture, so it ain't, it's in you. Like you feel me? It's not no it ain't no knock to 
what what the sound is, but like every city how they sound, and then right now it's the sound of what music's going on. So we came in on that vibe, like we came in on that generation of hey, it don't gotta be that. Mm -hmm. We gonna go with this the new wave, and that's how we sound. Like that's the music of the time that we was coming out. Some niggas get stuck in that. Yeah, maybe we broke the curse. Do you feel like, you know, Tampa just having that one sound at the time kind of held it back from reaching nationwide then? Or? You can't say that. You can't. Then, then how come people still remixing Kaya? That's a Tampa sound. Absolutely. My neck, my back. You feel me? Kane Wayne. They just remade the kid, Kane Wayne. They just remade that shit. Hmm. Yep. And I be everywhere and I hear that shit worldwide. Hmm. So you can't say it held it back, but I feel like any sound that you do, like, it's just one way, it don't leave space for growth, you feel me? It don't leave space for other niggas, other artists to pop out different vibes. Like, you look at LA, you get, like, a YG, you get a Nipsey, then you get a Kendrick, you get a Kehlani. These are all, like, the culture of it is there, but then you got whole different type of artists, you feel me? So, you look at the A, even how the A is. You see how many outcasts to... Yeah. To, you it's a lot of different styles. Whole yeah. different styles. So you gotta. I think that's what makes the city so powerful. So that's what that's what's dope about like people. Everybody doing their own sound now. Yeah. So it don't need to be just one way. That allowed growth. Allowed artists to be artists. Yeah, and I also think like juke music was before its time. Because if that shit was out, like if there was TikTok back then, yeah, and y'all were able to document that, that shit, shit would have been crazy. That shit would have been worldwide. Especially dances, all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. So, Richie, how did you get into making music at first? Like, what had inspired you to start rapping? What inspired me to start rapping was um, my cousin, DJ Spinatic. Shout out to Spinatic, man. Yeah, Spinatic. Spinatic inspired me to start rapping. He used to um, play these instrumentals. And Struggling to get Wi-Fi in every room? Maybe it's time to switch to Fios Home Internet. Fios 1 gig plans come with whole home Wi-Fi, so you get fast, reliable internet in every room at no extra charge. That way you can power your devices, stream with ease, and stay connected to the things you love without worrying about what room you're in. With Fios Home Internet, every corner of your home is covered. Switch today. It's your Verizon. Had niggas rapping and, and doing all that as jit. So um, once he like he kept going and progressing in music, niggas stayed with him and stayed with that work. Yeah, that's what really got it. That's what really got it started. Street Runners, you feel me? Did he already have the Street Runners series out by then? Or? Nah, that was way before Street okay, Runner. Okay, okay. That was as a jit. You feel me? Like auntie crib, like <laughs> back back room type yeah. <laughs> playing playing. Yeah, we out there playing with beats and all type of shit. Do you find yourself wishing you had more energy, healthier habits, or fun family activities? At the YMCA, you can find your passion, find family fun, and find your happy place, all while supporting your community. Join the Y in March with a $0 enrollment fee and enjoy motivating group exercise classes, heated pools, pickleball, and so much more. Visit YMCADC.org to learn more and to find your nearest Y in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia today. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items, like... 
<gasps> Dave single with a 10 piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only, single item at regular price. And he, um, but he did have his turntable set up. So he used okay. to have these records and this nigga be juggling, doing some more shit and, and playing instrumental loops and niggas just rapping and vibing on. And that's the first time I started getting into music. And in high school, I used to do the battles and be battling niggas in oh, really? class and, and flagpole and, and doing all that. And I just always loved music. So when it came down to recording, it was like natural to me. Yeah. And you guys had um, a strong presence online, I'm even sure. going back like over 10 years ago. Was that like, um, sure, was that kind of planned out? Like, man, we gonna hit the internet hard with this shit? Or was that more like Spinatics doing? Like, hey, y'all need to get on these type of sites and shit like that. Yeah, it was a little bit of both. It was what we were seeing and um, like what he was seeing too. Like he was heavy on the mixtape circuit. So mm -hmm. when he, some of them sites is where he got content for his tapes. You feel me? So he was really in tune with what was going on. Yeah. So like he, he really put niggas on. Like he put niggas on to this site, oh, yeah. to y'all site. You feel me? He we put was, us on to you. <laughs> you know we was early, you feel me? Look how that works. You feel me? But that was early stages. Like, a lot of people don't know where that came from. Yeah. Like, y'all, I remember when I first seen Dolph was on y'all shit. Yo shit, yeah. Yeah, facts. Y'all was pushing that shit early. I was pushing all this shit early. Yeah. That's why it's, you know, it's good to see how y'all still pushing the culture. Absolutely. The show always up to the time. Yeah. Um, how would you describe the grind it took for you to get to this point in your career now? Uh, the grind was crazy. <laughs> the ground was the ground was tough, my boy. Because you got to look at it independent, bro. You you finding out everything yourself. You learning how to move. You learn how to move by yourself. Trying to understand the business by yourself, and networking and building relationships in the process of that. So, independence tough, bro. But it's a lot of relationships, networking, and staying consistent. Like you doing all that and you moving and constantly elevating, doors gonna keep opening. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, speak on the importance of networking because between you and Dread, it's like, y'all have done records with everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to find someone in the South that you guys have not worked with. Yeah, nah, networking heavy. And collaborations and building, like I said, like building relationships. When you build them relationships in certain offices, bro, it ain't no, ain't no telling where that shit gonna end up. Like, I remember when we first linked up with QC through Two Official, and um, they just had Migos at the time, Rich mm -hmm. the Kid, and um, we seen that whole growth to even the signing. Like, I just seen that Baby documentary, and I seen like when he, <laughs> when he came home, and how he teed up with P. And I remember Two Official called Dread, and was like, "Hey, bruh." You know, we just did with Rich. Hey, listen, boy. Hey, listen, boy. This boy, hell, boy. Listen, when I tell you that we got this nigga, little baby, bro, that's finna drop. <laughs> and he called Dread about that shit. And I seen in the documentary, the timestamp, and it just shows how that shit, you see the growth. So that's just relationship. Now, he got 
when baby when baby come home, he tee up his shit. Now dread, he on dread single blue strips. Yep. Off that relationship, you feel me? That's networking. That's that's a whole lot of shit ground that been laid. You feel me? Running up with rich, we doing the same thing. That's how we locking it. Okay. Like it's deep in it. You feel me? It's deeper. It go that shit go like. So, you feel me? When we started doing that tour with him, LinkedIn, we was on the Keep Flexing tour. Keep Flexing tour, nigga. I remember that shit because nigga, we had we was going city to city. And we had Bel Air sponsoring us. Like, okay, yeah. Bel Air sponsored Rich pumping out to the shows each night. As soon as he turned up, the nigga spraying Bel Air everywhere. You know what I'm saying? We branded with the shit. We trying to get, make sure that we got the shit. Hey, Bel Air done cut that check. We got to make sure this bit look right. Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> Real shit. So we did, we did that tour, bro. After that, I seen Rich come back from that tour. That nigga like, hey, bro, so I'm moving to L.A. I'm gone, you feel me? He moved to LA. After that boy moved to LA, <laughs> nigga started going crazy. Yeah. Nigga put Kendrick on the remix. I remember we was in the Bahamas. He was playing that. My bitch too far, I need a visa. It was New Year's in Bahamas, bro. This the first day I met Jay Critch. That's when he just signed Jay Critch. No, Flew sure. Critch in to, to Bahamas, nigga. We in the Bahamas on New Year's. <laughs> the nigga Rich, we ride around cutting coconuts. All type of shit, nigga playing that. My bitch too foreign nigga visa, right? The whole trip. So I'm like, damn, bitch, that bitch, bitch hard. <laughs> Boy, that shit crazy. But it's like 2016, bro. 2017. Yeah. Niggas, bitch too foreign nigga visa. But he had Made in Tokyo and ASAP Ferg on it. Oh, really? That's it. Bruh, he had Made in Tokyo, ASAP Ferg on that bitch. So I'm like, damn, this bitch hard. Made in Tokyo, Uber everywhere. I'm like, this shit about to go crazy. But this nigga went to LA. I don't know what type of magic trick. Next thing you know, I'm hearing a song. Hold up, hold up. I'm like, oh, nah, this nigga, this nigga got Kendrick on. Nigga shoot a video like he in Japan or some shit with Kendrick. I said, oh, this nigga is out of here. <laughs> you feel me? That's all off networks, but you be there, you feel me, to go through those phases, networks, relationships, you see the artists grow, you grow with them, you feel me, and that's the independent grinding. That's the answer to your question. Absolutely, man. Uh, did Rich, was he the one that took you overseas for the first time, or who'd you go overseas with the first time? The first time I went overseas was with Fat Joe. Okay, yeah. I went to a, a, a island out of, like, close to Aruba called Curacao. Okay, yeah. That was my first time. That was lit. I was out there with uh, Migos before I really locked in with them. I was out there with Joe, Bone Thugs, and I was like, yeah, this shit here crazy, and the weed was trash. <laughs> weed, nigga tried to order up some weed, met a nigga, I don't know where I met the nigga, at the festival or some shit. I said, hey, bro, so like, yeah. like, I got you, I got you. Nigga come back, the shit like literally bag of dirt. Like <laughs> of bag dirt. of dirt. <laughs> Rabbit food, bruh. Nigga look at that shit like, bruh, I don't even want this shit. <laughs> Not Curious even worth smoking. Nah, you can't smoke that shit. You might as well just, you might as well just start smoking. Yeah. You might as well vape. <laughs> 
So how'd you lock in with Smoke Perk? I locked in with Smoke Perk. I locked in with Perk through um, through one of my homies in the in the industry too. He linked us in on some early business, and um, you know him being from Florida, we locked in like as soon as we met, we locked in, and um, we did a lot of business, making a lot of moves on the label side of things type shit. And um, when it came to touring. Like we we went to Europe, did 35 countries. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was like how we really build our bond. That was like 2019. Yeah. Now that shit was lit. Hmm. That shit was viral. Now that was a time when I went. Cause I went overseas. Like like you mentioned, the first time I went overseas was um with. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Rich, really. I went overseas um, on that future tour. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a support on the future tour, and I had went on there for like half of the dates. And um, I remember, I remember seeing Zoe Dollars out there. He was moving with Future at the time. We was all out there in uh, fucking Europe. That shit was crazy. Future had a real production there. A nigga had Michi on the stage the whole time. That was that time, like turning up. But um, Perk tour was crazy because I was actually on there, like co-headlining with him. Yeah. That was a whole different vibe. Hmm. It was fire. But yeah, Perk, that's my boy for sure. Have you ever been surprised that your music takes you around the world like that? Yeah, I used to get real surprised. I even did a post about that shit. I said, I can't believe this music that brought me all around the world. Hmm. Shit crazy. But now it's experience. It's like each time now I take the experience different. First time I was surprised, so... I wasn't absorbing like the experience and, and monetizing the experience. You feel me? Not only enjoying it, but letting bitches know like, yeah, I'm in Europe, nigga. <laughs> like, you feel me? Like, y'all niggas ain't out here, bro. You feel me? <laughs> like, come on, man. I'm doing I'm doing some real amazing shit out here, man. I'm out here in Europe. I'm having tea and crumpets in London. I'm having Dominican food in Barcelona. Dominican food in Barcelona, you know who you are. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. But yeah, nah, it's lit. Who's got the best food out there then? Like which country? I definitely say Spain. Okay. Like we was in, man, we, you, you almost forget what good food is. <laughs> now I don't know funny shit. 
Well, you always forget, bro, because you be going to, like, we be going to some crazy spots. This time, this last time, I just went, like, a month ago. Mm-hmm. We was out there for festivals and all this shit. But we was going to some spots, bro, like, I ain't never seen no shit like this before. Like, not in a bad thing, just, like, I ain't never seen no shit like this. We in a, we in a spot in between Greece. We in between Greece and, like, another, I think, Greece and something else but we in a spot called macedonia and it's like a small ass city it's called dojeron bro 700 people in the whole city bro god damn you feel me but they doing a festival over there called lake wake because it's surrounded by a lake so oh, ten thousand people come to this spot that only 700 people live <laughs> you feel me that's wild right there that shit wild so we was out we was out there for two days no we was out there for three days and we did the festival festival lit crazy um after that we get back to our hotel everybody uh, taking it in we got like six rooms the whole squad the whole team everybody got you know everybody suited up you know what i mean everybody you know what i mean sanctioned <laughs> everybody sanctioned my boy gets to his room he turn on the light and it's a whole bum sleeping in his bed <laughs> what? so we like yo Yo, he a lot. So Dredd throw it, hit him, hit him in the head with the remote. <laughs> Boom, hit him in the head. Hey, you straight? You straight? Nigga was a bum in the in the bum in the bed, bro. See all type of shit in Europe. That's wild. Then we, but that same when we came back from that shit, we was leaving the club, came back, and we instead of going straight to the hotel, we they got this like twenty four hour like pizza spot. That's on, bro, but this is a one-way street, but it's a whole city, like a neighborhood. So it's a whole lot of action on one street. You have people living there, hotels, restaurants, all this shit. So we go, we go grab that pizza, come back, and that's when that shit happened. Nigga done dropped his slice, all that. <laughs> Nigga <laughs> walked two miles for the shit. Yeah, that shit be crazy in Europe. But, um, yeah, I definitely say Spain got the... Got the best shit that you can enjoy. Yeah. For sure. What about the best women? Everywhere, man. You see all type of shit, boy. <laughs> you you seeing all type of shit, my boy. You start you start even looking like I told you. You, you start looking at uh, beauty different. You like, oh shit, look her eyes. <laughs> oh shit, piercing. You feel me? Start looking at shit differently, bro. They accent all type of shit. Then you see the certain type of look, it becomes like a different type of look over there. Like we got the American bad bitch like standards, you feel me? Then they got their European bad bitch standards. And all these bitches starting to look the same, man. <laughs> <laughs> they all starting to look the same. I don't know what the fuck going on. I'm telling you. Do you feel like the fans overseas support rap music more than back home? Nah. Support it, bro. Nah, they just appreciate it more. Yeah, I guess that's a better word because yeah. they don't, you know, not too many rappers going overseas touring. Yeah, like that. bro. It's like they appreciate it more because it's like you got to look how they receive the culture, bro. They receive the culture by watching us, watching the lifestyle, watching how niggas putting it, putting this shit on, like, on, on across this way. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So when you when you look at it like that, they getting all the they getting all the drip, the culture, like. Second hand, you, 
So when we, like, out here as fans and out here as people who enjoy the culture, you, like, more living in it. So the appreciation is, like, a little bit, you feel me, more down, I feel, because everybody's like, man, I could do that shit. Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> Not real shit. That's niggas' mentalities, like, like, that's why it's how, that's how shit be moving how it is right now anyway. Everybody kind of just following the, following the ways, trying to figure it out. But over there, they, they appreciate it because they seeing it and now they like honoring what they've been seeing. Now it's like, they look at that shit way different. Like the culture's in it, like the true fan. Like, it's like them niggas don't even got cell phones no more. Like, you know, Michael Jackson fans? Yeah. Niggas be in the magazines like, y'all, I can't wait to see him. <laughs> you feel me? It's like, they over there, like, that's how they experience the culture. Like, we was in a spot, niggas looking at, niggas be looking at you all crazy and shit. Like, damn, bitch, why you, especially this nigga, Jared, like, bro, what's up? <laughs> like, what's up? Why you looking? He's like, <laughs> people come over like, no, he just never seen a black person. Like, damn, bitch. <laughs> he ain't never seen a black person, person, like, man. Black men, like, <laughs> yeah, nigga crazy. So it just be different, bro. Different yeah. culture, different appreciation to the black man. Yeah, because I know they be showing out at them shows, man. Like, they be going word for word. They, or even if they don't understand it, they still turned up to that shit, too. Nah, for sure. For sure. Nah, we, the good thing about Europe, bro, is when we first went, we toured there, like, three times back to back. So we built up like a core fan base of people that like fuck with us right, yeah. there, right there. Then um, like we tour with pretty much the same artists those two times. Mm -hmm. So that core just, and now we just running it up. Like now we doing festivals and shit. It's just a whole, yeah, it's a whole different vibe. Absolutely. Yeah, so currently on tour with Jay Critch right now, right? Yeah, Critch my boy, my Let's brother. We about, to, um, we about to go to New York. We have another New York show, like, in the city for a minute, so that shit about to go up. That's his home state, too. Yeah, yeah, facts. That shit gonna be turned. Nigga going, going crazy. Back in the town. What would you say has been one of the biggest sacrifices you had to make, you know, in your life for you to be successful so far, Richie? Tom. Tom to really the sacrifice. Balancing everything that you're trying to do to further what you, you, what you want to achieve and having time for everybody involved in that process. Time, that's it. A bit of time, man, you're only one person. That time be a motherfucker, everybody want it. That's one thing you can't get back. That's one true. thing you can't get back and everybody want it. Trust me. So what was the vision when you guys came up with the YTC, man? Where, where, what was like the, the goal for the brand at the time? Let's get some motherfucking money. <laughs> Let's get some money, boys. It's out here. <laughs> Let's Limba Chicken Chamin, Reta, AKA Big Wara. Yo, it's Big Fred, AKA Daddy Tuzoidi Podcast. Kiki Tubafetu, and we are the Sobering Podcast. Tune in to us every second Wednesday for fire conversations and interviews about South African music, sneakers, and street culture. Check us out on the Revolt Podcast Network. Shout out to our moms.
get it one way or another, bitch. Let's get that motherfucker. Because it, we was trying to get it since legit. And Trill, like, I used to listen to Slim, um, Slim Thug, Mike Jones, Paul Wall, but I used to sip and drink. 13, 14, sip and drink, sipping on four foes. Right now, four foes I'm tipping. And you feel me? <laughs> Nigga, so when I put Young Trey in there, I was putting trail like Houston trail type mm -hmm. shit. That's when I put trail. I said, I want trail, I want it to sound trail, but I want it to be about money too. So I said, yes, yeah, trail like, yes, yeah, all the way that. It's all the way trail like, you know what trail mean back in, you feel me? So I said, yes, yeah, trail. And yeah, we getting some money. So it's definitely like that. So that's how we came up with Young Trey in there. So that's what, that was the mind state always from the jump. So what's some goals you got set for the brand right now today here in 2022? I need one of them. I just want to, I need one of them label situations for the, for the members, you know. I need one of those. We, we sanction like, we, we, we put in, we putting them numbers up. We haven't, we have in motion that extends beyond just the core artists. Like, and we got a lot of knowledge and, and and a lot of input in the game, you feel me? So I feel like, like we did some shit with Warner mm -hmm. and I fuck with how like they allow respect niggas mind and how to conduct business and understand like we negotiated like a type of situation that hasn't been done in like 12 years. Oh shit. Like they ain't, with, with all off the knowledge of the game, it was pretty crazy. Nah, but yeah, bro. For that, yeah. Yeah, that shit, that shit really, should really like that. Yeah. So we know you've been touring, Richard, but where the music at, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I know you dropped earlier this year, but you know, you know, fans they don't want to wait seven months for no shit. Though. I know, bro. It'd be a lot of shit going on, man. It'd just be a lot of a lot of motion, a lot of money though. But nah, nigga, we about to we about to really tee up. We be putting shit. We make sure that we put shit in um, like our business and our music in position at certain times, like, man, we be opening restaurants and shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, I, got, I just opened another food truck. You feel me? We working on some shit in Miami right now. So it be business too, like, it's still, it's still money and niggas still gonna deliver, you know, ran through a 36 and a 24. Same way it's coming in, that's how that money go fast. You feel me? <laughs> like, we still dropping. Crash, shout out, crash out now. That I dropped, hard too. I dropped that last laugh. My brother and me three on the way. Yes, sir. Last, last, I gave him a whole project because I wanted to tour off of that. So but I'm going to definitely drop. I'm about to drop. I'm about to go crazy, though. Don't trip. So the solo project come first or my brother and me? Part three. Um, I think we're going to drop some. I think we're going to drop like two more singles. Okay. Like before the end of the year. And then my brother and me, we shoot in top of the year. And that's going to be like, that's going to be that one. Yeah. My brother and me, third time's a charm, you feel me? You already know, big threes and, and all that. There's a lot of energy there. Yeah. Who are some of the producers you've been working with lately? Um, I've been fucking with this dude, Heiko. I fuck with him too. He, he, a lot of European producers been hitting me up. And it's crazy because they, they got a sound like, it's our sound that we want to hear, but they got that shit figured out too. Mm -hmm. Like they got that sound, and uh, like a lot of 
I seen a lot of niggas from over there that we work with, like figures, producer for Money Man, Lil Baby. So I'm saying, I remember when bro was first sending me beat packs. So I fuck with, I fuck with everybody really. So I be hitting up, like I hit up on my IG story, or I put up on my IG story, like, hey, tap in, send beats. I'm, I'm in the studio. And you'll be surprised how many producers oh, I locked in. you flooded with some shit. Bro, sure. but so many good producers. Like, and I, I don't even be listening. I can't even listen to all the emails. But I be picking some good ones. I don't, <laughs> I, be, I be tapping in. I'm like, man, hold up. Y equals MX, this one. <laughs> and then I hit that. And I have, I have a whole banger that, you feel me? And that's how I found Crash. Oh, shit. That Crash beat, I found like that. I heard that bitch, I was like... Walking around like, oh no, I'm finna put this down today. <laughs> I put that verse and all that shit down in 15 minutes, man. Ask Dre. I was on one, boy. That shit been going up too since you dropped it too. Hell yeah. We about to hit a million views. Yep. It's right World there. Star. Top box. A meet up. You know, what's your thoughts on the courts trying to use these rappers' lyrics against them in court right now? You mean Atlanta? They tripping. I, I don't know, bro. I, but you know, you only see what the media, I don't know what it really is, because you only see like parts. I'm not out here, so I don't know all the parts of the story, but mm -hmm. every time you see that lady get on, on social media, like they painting her like she after everybody else, like she on their ass. Like, oh yeah, you did this with this, and you rapped about it like this and I'm gonna make it stick. Like, I don't know, bro. That shit sound crazy. And it be, it be stuff like, I don't, I don't know what they got going on, bro. Do you think lyrics should be fair game like that? Cause where do you draw the line between, this yeah. shit's entertainment, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't know where you draw that line. I, I thought the line been drawn. Hmm. You feel me? I, I, thought, I thought the line been drawn, bro. It's like no other genre, they gonna use that. That's very true too. You know what I'm saying? Music, music a form of expression, so it can't be taken as literal like words and situations. Like just because the lifestyle, you could be painting the lifestyle, you live a lifestyle and tell a different story at each time. Yeah. You feel me? It don't gotta be your story. How they gonna pin that to you? Other motherfuckers is reciting the words. What they guilty by association? <laughs> yeah, it's even like they crossed they got over. The fans, they got the fans guilty by association. Yeah, it's like they even crossed <laughs> over to where they taking people's IG post, and if you use a certain emoji, they trying to say that you affiliated with this oh, game. Oh man, it's not like the, what the fuck? Not the emoji wars. <laughs> nah, I ain't. Like if you look at the YSL hey, discovery, boy, that's what the whole that. thing is. It's just screenshots. I ain't IG. heard that one, my boy. <laughs> Purple devil. <laughs> you got the, what, what, what's the emoji, what, what emoji? Like for YSL, the snake emoji, oh, the green the heart snake. emoji. They oh, try to tie man. that shit in. That's, that's used by everybody though. That's, that's branding, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Now they even saying the fans is guilty by association. <laughs> you dropped the slime, now you slimed out. Bro, Shit's ridiculous, man. This is a movie. This is a real movie, boy. I'll tell you. So what else you working on right now, Rich, man? What's coming up for the rest of the year? We know top of the year. Man, Maybe just more work, man, getting uh, getting involved on the, on the, maybe the production side, 
putting putting together some shorts and and maybe some things to change up the vibe of the music and still express it, but just in a different way. Um, course touring, um, more some more branding and merch. You're gonna see us more involved in merch and not like just trillionaire merch like pretend like to like a tour or some shit like that. It's gonna be actual lifestyle lifestyle brand okay, like a whole yeah. brand so i want to put that i want to put that thought behind it because i feel like i understand where that i understand how where that shit like where the culture is always when like we, we we working with a jean company and they do a stack denim and like we was on that stack denim before the wave was like really on it mm-hmm. and then now the stack denim the triple stack denim so it's like you could see when it's going like that you could get involved when it's early yep. I dropped my damn stack dental, trillionaire stacks. I would have been making stack bread and I would have been putting that shit on, branding it, got people putting it on like I do for other brands. So, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Now that's smart right there. Yeah, so all that. Definitely. What's some advice you would share to the youth coming up right now? Oh, man. Put them guns down, boys. Y'all boys is tweaking. You feel me? Y'all gotta stand. Y'all gotta stand for a little. Y'all gotta stand for a little more, man. Y'all gotta understand this shit. It's a whole life out here, my boy. Get this money. Get this money. Move around. See some shit. Get you some pussy. Get you some pussy. Get you some money. <laughs> hey, it don't matter in which order you do that, <laughs> but just do it. <laughs> you feel me? Real sick. You got a shout out to you want to give before we wrap it up here? I want to shout out to everybody supporting us, treating their lifestyle, man. You already know. We keep stepping how we stepping. I want to, you know, shout out everybody who um, continue to spread the word, too, because it's different when niggas just rocking with you, but when they tell it, putting people on still, like, that's love. And shout out to everybody who and part of this, all all the members, everybody who rocking with us, everybody who pushing the culture, the trading away, um, brother Dread, my brother and me three on the way, and all that. Uh, hey everyone, it's DJ Candy Rain here from the Carefree Black Girl Podcast. If you're a fan of music, entertainment, and black women, then be sure to check out and subscribe to the Carefree Black Girl Podcast, a show that covers all things carefree, black, and girl. And it's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators.